Hi, and welcome to Mad Beef, the Australian rollerblading podcast. This is Mikey Lynch, and today I want to talk quickly about keeping your kids enthused about rollerblading as they grow older. Um, I've got kids, the oldest is 12, the youngest is 7, um, they all can blade, um, and they, particularly the older two, can can go up and down some basic kind of four foot quarter pipes, the 12 year old can go up a six foot, um, they can all skate forward and stop and all that kind of stuff, um, they can't skate backwards and none of them have really gotten into sort of much more than that and that's really nice, it's nice that they can do that, why is it that um, it's such a big thing that kids know how to swim and ride a bike? Um, but that somehow skating is this doesn't count as a life skill. It's an awesome life skill. They can skate. And so even if they're not like just like you can learn to ride your bike and you may not love bike riding, you can still ride a bike. They can skate. When if they get invited to an ice skating birthday party, they can skate. If they get invited to a uh, roller rink birthday party, they can skate. If they just want to go for a skate, they can skate. If they make friends with people who are into hockey, you know, skate uh, inline or um, you know, roller hockey or ice hockey, they could get into that. If they, um, you know, like that's just there in their lives. If they happen to go somewhere cool where you can hire skates and go along a boardwalk, sort of promenade, boulevard thing, they can do it. That's a life skill they have. But they're not really into it. And um, that's been a drag. I mean, the first two years, I got back into skating because they wanted skates. The first two years, we did lots of skating together. That was a really lovely thing to do. Um, the last year, I've kept into it. Then, not so much. The oldest has got intensely into soccer, and he's great at it. Um, the middle kid doesn't like hot weather, doesn't like crowded spaces, and so he's open to it sometimes as long as it's cool weather, as long as there's hardly anyone at the skate park. Um, and then the youngest, he's probably the most up for it, but he's just, you know, just depends if he's up for it. None of them are, a while ago, they were saying, let's do it, let's do it, can we go, can we go, you know, and I'd say, I'm going, who wants to come, and they go, yeah, um, and, and so I'd have all the skates in the car all the time, um, because you'd never know. Uh, whereas now it's a pretty rare thing. Um, so that's a bummer. Oh, I don't want to be a dad who kind of lays my hobbies and expectations on my kids. I want to go with them. You know, if they're into soccer, let's, we're doing soccer or craft, we're doing craft. You know, like I want to, I want to just, just go with them where they're going and, and not... However, what I want to talk about in this podcast is... Um, is how to still keep their interest and engage, keep it just part of their world. Um, and my, my evil plans for that, like, I'll let you know if this works uh, in future podcasts. But here's what I'm thinking, right? The first thing I'm thinking is, yeah, don't get all intense about it. Don't do some sad sack emotional guilt trip. Oh, you're making daddy cry. Um, don't hassle them and hassle them about it. What about now? Do you go skating now? Do you go skating now? What about now? Come on, come on. You know, so just don't do that. Um, uh, that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is just keep loving it and just just be, that's, they're around 
a sport that they may not love, but someone in the family loves. Just keep loving it, and, and they, they know that I'm into it, and they're interested in that. Uh, lightly interested, because they love me and I love them. So that's good. Uh, like a variation of that is, once I did convince my daughter to go to the skate park, because uh, it was cool weather, it was going to be empty, and she could share a bit of filming. And that was kind of fun and interesting for her to do. Um, you know, I got some footage done and to see my progress, and she got to do a little fun thing, and that was a short little session. So, you know, that, that's a way um, into it. Other thing, you know, like if there's parks, skate parks that also have areas where they can kick around the soccer ball or um, playgrounds nearby, then you can collaborate and do two things that we'd like to do at the same time. You know what I mean? So, so keep into it and incorporate it in in those kinds of creative ways. Um, keep their equipment up to date and up to size. I guess this is a thing I'm aware of now. My oldest, he's happier in my K2s than he is in the blades that I bought him for Christmas several years ago now, two, three years ago. Um, and so I need to make sure that, you know, that there's always skates for them to skate if they want to skate that fit them. Um, uh, you know, is a thing like that to do. Um, I'm also keen, I don't want to make it blading or nothing when it comes to action sports. So if they're interested in scooters, skateboards, BMX, parkour, you know, I want to be enthusiastic about any of them um, because I reckon they're all you know, I, I like them all even if I'm I'm not one of those multidisciplinary um, people myself um, I'd love to go and session with them even if they're on a different uh, different sort of vehicle um, that's cool um, and then the other thing is keeping them exposed to the culture um you know, just by like watching videos in their presence and recording a podcast and talking about that. My daughter loves, she's, she's an interesting kid and she loves, amongst other things, business and entrepreneurialism and bureaucracy and how, how weird, eh? But that's, she's into that. Um, and so she loves watching the progress of the podcast and like I put in a grant to see if I could get a grant to help towards the running of this podcast. And she loved the grant application process. How cool is that? She wanted to read the grant form and read my submissions to my answers and wanted to troubleshoot that. And so there you go, she can evolve on that level. You know, I mean, she's done the drawings for our logo to give it that kind of, you know, it's a childlike sport, it's a kind of hipster thingy and, you know, it's, it's you know, bladers now, some of us are parents ourselves. All those connotations overflow in those funky lo that funky logo. And I might get her to do future instalments of that too. Um, but yeah, also having videos on, showing them stuff. Um, just recently, a guy in um, Tassie posted on the Hobart Rollerbladers page saying, you know, with a photo of this stack of DVDs, saying, does anyone want them? Uh, and I, I beat everyone else to the jump, and he was just around the corner, so I got this huge stack of DVDs. He'd given up skating now, hadn't skated for a couple of years, um, and he just gave them away. I mean, I gave him a couple of beers, a couple of long necks to say thank you. Um, and... Uh, and so I'm, I'm working my way through them on the family television in front of the family. Um, and so we're watching Tech and Tech 2 and Feet with a 33 for the two E's in the word Feet. Um, uh, you know, and, and they're, they're, the Techs were, were all right. It wasn't great. There was some really cool skating in it, but it wasn't, wasn't great 
videos didn't feel to me, but oh, in the stack was the Game Theory DVD. And this Razor's DVD from what, seven years ago or something? And it's like this really cool, funky kind of card, soft card sort of fold out, you know, those kind of fold out CDs where it's not in a plastic case, but it's like a, you know, fold apart thing, you know, and like you get like the Lord of the Rings DVDs came in that kind of card thing. Well, it's like that, kind of except like, like a really slim little narrow envelope. So the packaging's beautiful. The music in the thing is beautiful. It's so earnest, so serious, so cool. But I like it. I reckon the skating is phenomenal. And the filming is is awesome. The the creativity. Now there's this one where this guy kind of grinds up a rail that curves up in the air and then does a backflip <laughs> out of it. Um, you know, and there's some really, really fast, um, completely just relaxed um, Brian Aragon skating in a, you know, just a full energy and yet calm at the same time he's able to do. Um, uh, it's a, it is a beautiful film. So a lot of these other DVDs, I'm going to watch them once, enjoy them, and then post them to James in Brisbane, who who also said that he was interested in them. Um, but no, he's not going to get Game Theory. I mean, I'd seen Game Theory before on YouTube, but I, I want to have the object, you know. The kids are watching that, and so they're being exposed to rollerblading as a culture, as an art, at the best of it. Um, to have aware of it, to show them skates, what they look like, new wheels, what they look like. Um, and, and so I guess what I want it to be is, look, I grew up around Aussie Rules. My dad played Aussie Rules and, uh, you know, was, was right in the brink of going professional. Um, and so always were around Aussie Rules, always around it. And so I grew up going to matches, watching matches, understanding the rules. I was never that good at playing it. I never loved it. But I still now as an adult love watching Aussie Rules. We'll go and see a couple of matches a year. We'll always watch the grand final um, because of being grown up around that. I want rollerblading to be like that for my kids. I mean, skiing as well, same thing. And bushwalking, I, both those things I did growing up, was exposed to them because my dad loved them. And I can do them and I like them, um, even if I don't love them. Um, I want rollerblading to be at least like that for my kids, where they can do it, as I said before, but they also understand the culture and the community and the art and the style, that they can appreciate it deeply. And who knows, maybe some of them will actually um, pick it up at some later date or another action sport, as I say, I don't care what, or become photographers or filmers or... Uh, entrepreneurs um, in the industry in some small way. I don't know. What are you doing? Are, are any of you guys further down the track with kids skating and seen better progress and engagement? I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you haven't listened to it before, you can also check out the interview I did with Jared from She Shreds. The audio is horrible, but it's a great story about a dad supporting girls skateboarding. And, yeah, his daughter is, is an amazing skater. Um, so keen to hear other things, other advice, other experiences. Um, that'd be really awesome. I'm now home. So I've, I've just been at doing this. Um, I'm involved in a church IT um, support network thing, and we were doing a training evening tonight, and I was presenting at that, eating pizza and talking about IT and promotions and church. Uh, but I'm now home, and I'm going to go inside and have a glass of really cheap, nasty red wine and watch some television.
with my wife and go to bed and get up. And I've got one more day of work before I go on sabbatical to New South Wales. Uh, I'm going to try and write a book um, about Christian stuff. Um, uh, but uh, it'll also be kind of a holiday at the same time. We've got access to this this beach house on the central coast, and I'm really keen to check out the Bateau Yard mega skate park on the central coast. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. I'll do a skate park review of that. And I'll also be at a conference in Bondi Junction, and so hopefully I can get it, the time to bus to Bondi Beach and skate the skate park there as well. So stay tuned to some updates on those things in the coming weeks um or by the time i release this it'll already be in the past crazy good all right that's enough for me i'm gonna go away now au revoir Bad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests or podcast contributions, please message us on Facebook. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a once-off or regular contribution. Even just two bucks a month, every little bit helps. See you later.